Thank you for tuning in to the Dust Sign Podcast. My name is Dustin Mater and I'm a visual artist. I've always been fascinated by the creative muse and where it comes from in myself and others. In tonight's episode, we'll be speaking with the multidisciplinary artist, Jameson Chase Banks. Thanks for coming in tonight, Jameson. I really appreciate you coming in. No worries. I'm I'm honored to be here. Well, who are you and what do you do? I am a Native American man, uh, Seneca, Cayuga, Cherokee, and Iowa from Kansas, and I'm currently a adjunct professor at the Institute of American Indian Arts, specializing in printmaking and studio arts. That's awesome. What inspires you? Oh, geez. I think just about everything does, you know. Um, My family, uh, you know, going out into nature is a really big inspiration. I I get a lot of uh, ideas from being around these patterns of cycles of life uh being around my students being in this environment where art is so prevalent it's just uh it's full spectrum how many different areas and angles i'm inspired by yeah i i feel that way in a lot of sense it feels like a sponge where i I, it's just the environment as a whole that seems to uh draw me in creatively I, i seem to get inspiration from visual audio um, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes I can get like entire stories playing out in my mind and I have to start illustrating them when I hear like a piece of music or just sounds and rhythms or smells even. Oh yeah. It's like I say, it's full spectrum. I mean, a lot, a lot of my work is research based, so I, I like to read, uh, vicariously and, and just by like one little sentence in some of this big volume of work that I'm researching. It can be just as simple as one sentence that can spurn off these whole, like, brain charges of connections that, I guess it's also informed by experiences that I've had throughout my life that also bring forth these connections. But it's really, for me, I like to make these kind of intangible connections and bring together things that don't necessarily belong together. I like that, you know, as you, you know, it has to filter through your prism um, to become what it's needing to be. Yeah, you said a filter. I like that. Yeah. So what are you doing to be a good ancestor? Well, I think, you know, daily it's encouraging my son to just be a respectful and uh, good-hearted person. I mean, you can kind of think, it's hard to think exactly what, like, good really is. But in my mind, I think overall, as humans, good kind of symbolizes, like, you know, helping each other and um, encouraging each other and and letting each other know how, like, important you are. And, and yeah. just these daily kind of routines, it really makes me feel like I'm contributing to my own ancestors by helping him understand that he's a part of this larger legacy. And it's not, uh, you know, it's not just something that's um, unimportant. It's really very important. And it's, it's going to just inform his life because I honestly tell him all the time, I'm like, you're going to be a father one day, hopefully. And 
you'll be able to share these types of experiences with your children. And it's so rewarding to be able to know that I'm, I'm giving him that, you know. I mean, so that's, in a sense, trying to be a good ancestor is, that's the first level of it. The second level, I guess, would be by going to the Institute every day and teaching these young minds, or even some of, some, some of my students are older than me, but, but they have this young vigor of learning, and it's, it's so rewarding to be able to enhance their lives, but also encourage them in ways that maybe they didn't think about, but in turn, helping me and making me learn also. Um, and, then, and then being a good husband, being a good son. Uh, I just strive to make these people proud every day. You know, I keep that really, I keep that really in the forefront of my mind every day with every action. As cheesy as that may sound, it's really very important to me because, you know, life is short and, uh, you know, I'm just trying every day to make the most of it. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of, I've talked about it before, but you know, how I described that to my daughter when we were doing a stomp dance and she was you know kind of complaining about the boy that was in front of her having so sweaty and that you know reminding her that you're a very small link in a very large long chain and that we should uh you know that we should be keenly aware of that our 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 limited amount of time but that it work you know it it galvanizes us to work towards something greater you know for the next you know, uh, what is it, the seven generations that will come after. Yeah, yeah all, all good lessons, for sure. <laughs> what are you working towards as an artist? I mean, what is, like, you know how the subconscious you notice comes out of your work, and you only notice it after the fact, when you, especially when you get into a good rhythm, but is there, like, an aesthetic or, a, a, you know, what is it that you're working towards as an artist? Well, um, I think overall, um, you know, I don't like necessarily get involved with like one main objective overall, like for a career, uh, but I think you know, like this was all culminating in, in the idea that I'm adding to this larger lexicon of conversation, of, of sharing, of um, awareness. And so with each, each thing that I go into, I mean, I kind of get into it, and when I when I bite into something and I find something that's really worth my energy, or I feel like it's worth traveling down, I go full fledged, and I just I start researching, and, and you know, it's like it's like you say, it's like music, it's it's visual, it's uh, it's going to these places, it's talking to people, um, it's it's just full full on. I go full, I go all in, in a sense to to kind of like uncover something that maybe not be well known or if it's or if it was known in the past mm-hmm. so i think for me it's like adding to this this larger dictionary or encyclopedia of of connectedness all around definitely is is there something you want to discuss the project that you're working on or something you'd like to share with the audience tonight well, I'm, I'm currently, uh, I have a solo exhibition at the Urban Shaman uh, space in Winnipeg, Canada, and it's going to be in June 1st, and it'll last till I think, the middle of July. And this piece oh, is wow. called Cripsis, the Eradication Methods Laboratory. And so what Cripsis means is it's a form of camouflage. And so the whole work is kind of all about animals and how they have disappeared. Um, 
I mean, we're, we're, we're in the sixth great extinction right now. And, and I could go into all these facts about how all these things are disappearing, but, um, it kind of, it kind of hinges on the idea that there was this program, uh, here in the United States that created strychnine. It was called the Eradications Method Laboratory. And it subsequently became the, uh, Department of Agriculture, which, you know, kind of encompasses uh, a lot of things dealing with, with wildlife and plant life, but it just seemed, you know, really kind of um, ironic that there was this thing that was trying to conserve, but at the same time eliminate, and it just seemed really, um, you know, kind of prophetic to the time that we're living in right now. Yeah. So it this whole work has been a, a compilation of like about two years worth of research and, and work and it deals with everything from prehistoric animals during the ice age to uh walt disney's davy crockett to uh just all these just all these ideas of what elimination and and maybe spirituality deals with and so i've framed the work because it's going to be this installation in Urban Shaman, which is a rather large space. I've framed it to be like a pre-Paleolithic uh, cave uh, cave painting or cave art. So I'm really trying to rekindle some of that early awareness of what it was to be human. Um, and yeah, that, so that's it. So that's it in a nutshell. That's that's kind of the main project I'm working on, as, as well as I'm working on a film. Uh, that deals with the same kind of uh, theme. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like with my work. I don't, I don't differentiate different things. When I'm on one su- one subject, it just kind of permeates everything, and it either fits if I get invited to a show or it doesn't. But I can't like shift gears and uh, you know go on to different themes until I'm done, kind of obsessing, I guess. Right on. Uh... I've I've noticed that over the years that I've been following you, um, this kind of evolution. That I mean, in what you're doing, there's really not a lot of people that are that are kind of seeing it through your prism, and I, I really really enjoy it. It, it. It's like it makes you start asking questions, and, and you know what is what what are you trying to say, and and it brings it up um, in so many levels that I I really do appreciate. Uh, um, you know, getting to talk to you, I'm geeking out a little bit. Getting to speak to an artist I've admired for quite a few years. Uh, well, I tell you what, Dustin, that means the world to me. It absolutely does. You know, because I mean, I can't. The work I'm doing right now with the animals—it's like something that's been on my mind for a decade now. And I feel like, you know, as a as a population, we're just really kind of ignoring it. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, what would we do? You know. So I, I mean, to to your point, I kind of think art has become this thing because I've sat on panels before and it's, it's this really kind of in, in my mind and I'm not trying to denigrate it but it seems like just a redundant kind of motion you know it's like we're going through the motions of these things and, and nothing ever really gets solved in a sense and I'm not saying that I'm going to solve anything Yeah. but back to what you said about raising questions I really like that you hit on that because that's simply what I'm trying to do I'm just simply trying to to bring about this idea that we can have this dialogue, just begin the first step. It's kind of like theory. Uh, I'd like to be able to start this idea of theory. And then somebody down the road who's a whole lot more intelligent than I am is going to come up with the solution, you know. 
Well, I think that's what you're doing as an artist. Uh, you know, you are asking those questions. I, I, I keep on coming back to this kind of idea, you know, that artists have to find the way, and that if the artist can't find the way, then the way has been truly lost. And as Marcus Ammerman said, you know, kind of feeling like a cosmic stick out, you know, he's pushing further and further out there. Um, but it's like, you know, claiming new territory, creative territory, new ways of thinking, ways of making new pathways for people to feel uh, about themselves. You know, artists open that up and to do anything less is like a dithering while Rome burns. And uh, the, I see that fire in your work. I see that fire in a lot of these artists that I really admire's work is, is that there is like a there's this recognition of the finite amount of time that we have and this kind of let got to get as much done and explore as m deeply as possible because we know ultimately that this is larger than one person's lifetime and what we're opening up is will unfold for later generations i couldn't have said it any better myself absolutely it's uh, we're the harbingers or the conduits of, of this ancient knowledge that that still exists in us, you know, and I think for those of us who feel it, the responsibility is so overwhelming that you can't ignore it, you know, once you get to a certain age or, or something just clicks, you know, it's kind of like this evolutionary instinctual thing that it's, it overrides nearly everything else if, if you feel it. And it truly does. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all-encompassing for sure. Um. What are your hopes for the future in your field and, and your realm of creativity? Is there, um, what do you hope for like the, the, the modern art movement that we're a part of or um, just your specific field in general? But like, what is your hopes in the next 20 years you would hope to see based on, on what you've kind of put a, uh, uh, your spin and your vision uh, on what do you hope for future generations in the next, you know, 20 years? Well, I think just kind of like really essentially, I hope it just carries on because, you know, art is one of the first things to go in a crisis, you know, throughout wars and conflicts or whatever, global dilemmas. Art is the one thing that can be discarded, um, you know, relatively easy because it, it's, it's this thing that you can't really put your finger on how it's, how it's valued, you know, in some sectors it's, 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 it's really, really valued. And then in some sectors it's super undervalued. So it's this intangible kind of field that can be, um, you know, like I say, it can be discarded or it can be, it can be rewarding. So I really just, you know, I've seen so much change in, in my lifetime that I, I hope that things civilization kind of carries on and we figure out ways of dealing with our dilemmas and that art can kind of maintain its trajectory and, and keep enhancing the lives of people and keep, you know, questioning things and keep having people think think about different avenues or keep thinking, you know, as cliche as it sounds, out of the box. Indeed. Uh, brother, what are some ways that um, folks can, uh, you know, see your work? Or is there a website they can go to? Or can they check out the gallery that's in Canada um, for this upcoming show? I mean, what are some ways for folks to get in touch with you? Absolutely. So, yeah, the show will be in June 1st uh, to, as I say, the middle of July, and it's Urban Shaman. They have a website. It's in Winnipeg, Canada. I also have an antiquated website. Uh, all you have to do is just Google my name, Jameson Chase Banks, and I'm, I have a pretty pretty large web presence. 
there's tons of stuff I've been involved in. Thankfully, I've been very fortunate over the years to be invited to numerous things. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm 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 out there on the web. And uh, you know, if you ever want to get a hold of me, my email is uh, banks.chas at gmail. Uh, so you know, I'm open to inquiries and uh, interviews like this. Just just back to you know sharing and, and connecting. Right on. Well, brother, I really appreciate this. This went by too fast. Uh, I was really enjoying uh, talking with you. Um, I, please come back on. Uh, let's do this again. And, um, you know, we'll talk about uh, some other projects that you got going on. And uh, I look forward to hearing you again. Hey, thanks a lot. I'm, I'm honored to do it. Thanks again, Dustin. Thank you, my man. Thank you, Jameson, for coming in tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Till next time, Chapisa Lecho. Bye.